Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. One of the most common questions I get when I talk about meal planning is how to make choosing meals for your meal plan easier. The other thing I get asked often is how to cook without a recipe. Now, I can't tell you exactly what meals to choose for your family because I don't know your family and I don't know what you love to eat, but I can help you to simplify the process of choosing meals for your meal plan and help you figure out what to cook if you're not interested in cooking with a complicated recipe every night of the week, but still want to serve your family satisfying meals that they'll actually eat. I call these go-to meals anchor meals, and in this episode, I'm going to share how to figure out your own anchor meals and how you can use anchor meals to simplify your meal planning. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. I've talked about meal planning over and over again here on the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. And one of the things I talk about when I talk about meal planning is creating two lists to make your meal planning a breeze. These two lists are your family favorites list and your recipes to try list. And before I explain the concept of an anchor meal, I want to clarify the difference between anchor meals and family favorites. Your family favorites list is a list of your family's go-to favorite weeknight friendly recipes or meal ideas. These are the type of recipes you can go to because you know your family is likely not going to complain about them. They're those recipes where you're like, all right, if I put spaghetti and meatballs on the meal plan, I know my family is going to be happy. And then your recipes to try list is a list of new recipes that you want to try. And when your family enjoys those recipes, you can turn them into family favorites. That's how you build your family favorites list. 
I still stand by this concept wholeheartedly. Anchor meals are a large part of my family favorites list. Anchor meals are the meal ideas I talk about when I say your family favorites list is a list of recipes or meal ideas that your family loves. I say meal ideas because I know for many people, the idea of cooking without a recipe can be intimidating, but cooking recipes every night, even if they're quicker, 30-minute type recipes, can feel like too much. So I want to help you to build your family favorites list with not just recipes that take 30, 40 minutes, but also simple go-to meals that you can interchange the ingredients in based on your family's preferences, the season, and feel like these can very easily fit into your meal plan any week of the year. So these are what I like to call anchor meals. Anchor meals are meals that don't require a recipe, but they have all the components of a balanced meal and can be mixed and matched with ingredients based on season, availability, and your family's current preferences. I love the concept of anchors, not just because I'm from Rhode Island or because we're a sailing family, but because anchors provide stability. They keep us secure even when we're weathering the storms of life. I use the concept of anchors in my day-to-day, around our routines and rhythms, and in our meals. The reason I call them anchor meals is because they anchor your meal plan with solid but simple meals you can go to again and again, knowing just about how long they'll take to cook. You can make them without any recipe, and they make meal planning and meal execution so much easier when you have a busy week. Or maybe, like us, you're in a season where... All of your weeks are kind of busy, and you don't have a ton of energy to stand cooking with a new recipe in the kitchen every night of the week, or you simply don't have the time. You need ideas, and you need them simple, interchangeable, and family-friendly. Now, anchor meals can be base meals, which if you haven't heard me talk about base meals, base meals are a concept I like to use, especially with families who have a lot of varying food preferences or pickier eaters. The concept is that you choose one base. This could be a grain or a starch for a bowl type recipe. It could be a protein. Maybe it's salad greens. You'll have one base for the family and have multiple options to make the meal work for all of your family members. Like I said, this works really well if you have pickier eaters, if you have different food preferences, like maybe you have a couple family members who are vegetarians and a couple meat eaters. This is kind of the opposite of a one pot or casserole type dish where you serve the exact same thing to everyone and hope for the best. So some of your anchor meals might be base meals, and I'll share a couple of ours that are both in a minute. But what I really want to stress with the concept of anchor meals is that they are so simple. You can easily modify them to work for your family in this season without a ton of extra effort. These are go-to meals for a reason. Base meals are really, really great for families who are struggling cooking more than one meal for the family just to get people to eat, just to get the whole family to eat. But sometimes they can take a little bit longer because you are preparing multiple components. Anchor meals have two to three components and then maybe add-ons if you want them. We are going with simple, 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 and balanced, okay? So let's build an anchor meal, shall we? An anchor meal will always have two to four components. 
Typically, it's three, but I know we all eat differently. Some people choose not to eat grains or to limit starches. This isn't me telling you how to eat. This is me giving you a balanced template for meals that are also delicious. So two to four components. I'm going to go over each one. But no, you can shift this however works for you. The concept will still work. So component number one is a protein. We all know we need protein to stay full. It's the most satiating nutrient. It's the only nutrient our body can't make. So we need protein. And there's many ways to get protein in your meal. It doesn't necessarily have to be a hunk of meat or a slab of plant-based protein like tofu or tempeh. And I will give an example of one of our base meals that doesn't actually include meat or a plant-based. It includes plant-based protein, but it doesn't include like a hunk of tofu. But either way, you need some sort of protein. And that's typically where I start when I am creating an anchor meal is with some sort of protein, a piece of protein or a protein based sauce like a meat sauce. Component number two is produce. Notice how these two first components are also the first things I talk about when I talk about meal prepping and two of my meal prep essential five. It all goes together, friends. Simplifying meals comes in layers, and this is just one more way to simplify your meals, just like meal prep is, but I never want you to think the concepts I share compete with each other. You don't have to do it all, but I do want the things you do do to simplify your meals to work together. For anchor meals, for us, this component, this produce component, is usually a vegetable We typically don't do fruit as part of our main, but it's totally up to you. Remember, this is customizable for you. So if you want fruit salad as your side or berries or sliced apples, maybe breakfast for dinner is an anchor meal for you. These are your anchor meals to make yours. So component number one is a protein and component number two is produce. Now, this might be it for you. You might choose a protein and some veggies and that's your go to and you leave it at that. Many families, us included, typically like adding a starch or a grain to the mix as well. So that would be your component number three. Some sort of a grain or a starch. This could be rice. It could be quinoa. It could be farro. It could be roasted potatoes. It could be mashed sweet potatoes. It could be fries. Whatever your third component is, is Again, totally up to you and your family's preferences, but some sort of a grain or a starch to round that out. So we've got some protein, we've got some vegetables or fruit, and we've got a grain or a starch. Okay, so we've got that balanced meal right there. Component number four is also optional. This is a way to jazz up your basic protein, produce, and grain. So this is oftentimes a sauce. We can also change up the seasonings. You can add a topping, maybe a sprinkle of cheese, but essentially something to jazz it up, usually a sauce. If you are interested in finding more sauces to jazz up your meals, definitely check out my episode on sauces, dressings, and dips. I will link that one in the show notes. I give you a ton of ideas. Before I get into some of my family's favorite anchor meals, we're going to take a second to hear from this week's sponsors. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this is how I create meals and put meals on my meal plan without a recipe. I need a protein, I need a vegetable, I need a starch or grain, and then I can choose if I want to add something to that to jazz it up. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. This concept isn't anything new or revolutionary. All I'm hoping to do is put a name on it and really give you a permission slip to keep things simple when it comes to your meals, but that just because it's simple doesn't mean it needs to be boring. In this season of our life, in our family season right now, we are relying a ton on anchor meals in between my usual recipe testing because we're in a whole new season we've never encountered with traveling several weekends a month, my work being part online, part in person. It is the simpler, the better when it comes to meals and meal planning, especially on the weeks I don't have a ton of time to meal prep. And of course, that's where my one-hour meal prep method comes into play, but there are weeks where I don't even have an hour on a Sunday because we're traveling all day. So maybe I do my meal prep on a Monday, or maybe I skip it that week. And the beauty of anchor meals is that I can occasionally skip my meal prep, and meals still come together really easily because I've chosen those simple meals I know my family loves, I'm not cooking more than one meal, and The best part about Anchor Meals is you've already predetermined what your family enjoys. Maybe you're switching it up a little bit based on the season, produce availability, things like that. Maybe your family's into chicken more or steak more. Right now, whatever, you know, our family's preferences change from time to time. But there is so much less stress when you know that what you are serving is at least highly likely to be received well by your family. I want the idea of Anchor Meals to be a deep exhale for you as it is for me. I can keep it simple and it can still be really delicious. So let me share with you 10 of our family's absolute go-to favorite Anchor Meals. And I can guarantee you, if I brought any of these in front of my family, they'd be like, oh yeah, I love that. I love those meals. Those are some of my favorites. Our first go-to Anchor Meal is salmon, rice, and a vegetable, usually a roasted vegetable. My family loves salmon and I make it in a variety of different ways. Sometimes I pan sear it on the stovetop. Sometimes I'll do a teriyaki or maple glazed salmon in the air fryer. Sometimes I'll pan sear it and finish it in the oven. My family likes salmon medium, as do I. And so we don't do a whole ton to the salmon other than season it or maybe put a glaze on it. And we almost always serve it with rice. Sometimes I'll mix it up and do coconut rice and some sort of vegetable like roasted broccoli or roasted cauliflower or green beans some of my family's favorite vegetables. Depending on the season, maybe we'll do zucchini in the summertime. In the fall, we might do something like sauteed kale. And the same goes when I mention vegetables in any of these other anchor meals. We just kind of switch it up based on what our family is loving and the season. Our second meal is burgers, fries, and a vegetable. 
Who doesn't love a burger and fries? Now, we mix up the burgers. Sometimes we do classic beef burgers. My husband will throw them on the grill for us. Sometimes I have a little bit more time and I will make lemon basil salmon burgers, especially in the summertime. Those are one of our favorites. Sometimes we will do a barbecue burger with some pickled onions and cheddar cheese. That recipe is in the cooking club. So sometimes we keep it super, super simple. Sometimes we do burgers with buns. Sometimes we do lettuce wraps. Oftentimes I'll do a lettuce wrap because I want to get in more veggies and my family will do a bun. That's just a way to make it a little bit more friendly for the whole family, similar to a base meal. And then fries, I will oftentimes make oven fries. I have a great oven fries recipe in my Budget Kitchen Dinners ebook. Sweet potato fries we'll do sometimes, or sometimes we buy the Alexia ones or the ones from Aldi, and we will just pop those frozen French fries in the air fryer, and that's our side. And then we always serve it with some sort of a vegetable or a salad. Sometimes this is a salad kit, or sometimes it's just some greens, and I whip together my go-to salad dressing. And we have these all year long. Now, I do live in Florida, so typically we can still grill in like January. But even so, you can do burgers all year round. On the stovetop, we have a griddle. It's not a griddle, I guess, a grill pan. And that works great as well. So that's our second favorite. Actually, these aren't in order of favorites. These are just in order of the first ones I thought of and took off my family favorites list. The third is a Caesar salad and a protein. Now, this is so easy to switch up and to make it even easier as a shortcut option as well. I have a really easy Caesar dressing recipe on my website. It goes along with the kale Caesar salad. So we'll do kale Caesar. We will do a classic romaine Caesar. I also have a dairy-free Caesar dressing on my website, and I'll link both of those in the show notes. And for shortcut nights, I will just buy a Caesar salad kit, and we'll serve it with steak. We'll serve it with chicken. We will serve it with salmon. Basically, any protein we're feeling, sometimes shrimp, We'll throw it on top of a Caesar salad. It comes together very quickly and everyone loves it. My kids included, they love a creamy dressing. So Caesar works for us. And I love making it myself because I can choose the ingredients that go in it. I use an avocado oil-based mayonnaise. I use high quality Parmesan. I use fresh lemon juice. I add anchovies. You get some nutrients in there. You can also use capers if using anchovies freaks you out or use an anchovy paste. It's super delicious and it comes together really quickly. And there's an easy shortcut option as well. Number four is the first base meal I'm going to talk about. And this is DIY Cobb salads. And I didn't really realize I put two salads in a row. My family really does love salad. And it did take my kids a while to enjoy salad. I'm going to do a whole salad episode soon, probably in the springtime. But we started with deconstructed salads for my kids. And now they put it all together. And the concept of the DIY Cobb salad is I make all the ingredients. I make my perfect pan-seared chicken. I cook up some bacon hard-cooked eggs, and then I do tomatoes. Usually we have blue cheese. Sometimes we'll have some red onions. And then, of course, some sort of green, usually romaine, as the base. And then I have a couple different options for dressings. Oftentimes I'll do my lemon dressing. Sometimes we'll do a blue cheese dressing or a homemade ranch dressing, kind of whatever we have on hand or whatever I wanted to meal prep that week. So we'll put everything out in different bowls, and my family can just DIY the salad, add whatever they want, on top and then 
it's a balanced meal, pretty much whatever way you swing it. I know my kids are going to add some sort of a vegetable to their bowl, usually some greens and some tomato. Maybe they'll leave out the onions. One of my kiddos loves hard-cooked eggs. One of my kiddos doesn't. And so it's very easy to put together. And I know my family is going to enjoy it. And they can kind of pick and choose what they want, depending on what they're feeling that day. Our next go-to anchor meal is bonza pasta, some sort of a sauce, usually my cashew cream sauce, and a vegetable. Bonza pasta is made from chickpeas. Now, it's not the only brand of chickpea pasta, but it is our favorite. We get it at Costco in a five-pack, and it's pretty inexpensive. I don't remember exactly how much, but I have a whole Costco episode. You can also get it at Target. You can get it, gosh, where else have I seen it? You can get it at a lot of grocery stores. You can definitely get it at Whole Foods. And so, Any sort of bean-based pasta, legume-based pasta will have protein and fiber in it. So it helps to keep my kids full and we don't need to worry about adding an extra protein. So it's also a pretty budget-friendly meal. Now, my cashew cream sauce is not the most budget-friendly sauce. Uh, You can make a homemade pesto, whatever your family's favorite is. Use some Rayo's pasta sauce. My kids are not a huge fan of red sauce, but they do love pesto. They love my cashew cream sauce. And so I can throw together a quick sauce or use a pre-made sauce, throw it over the pasta, and then serve it with a vegetable on the side, usually a roasted vegetable similar to what I would serve with the salmon. So that is a go-to really quick. The cashew cream sauce takes five minutes to put together in the blender. So I do like to soak my cashews first. Otherwise, you just need a little bit of extra water for it to blend but it's a go-to in our house. Everyone loves it. My kids' favorite combination, the one we usually stick to, is buns of pasta, cashew cream sauce, and roasted broccoli on the side. Number six is, not surprisingly, bowls. I need to do a rehashed bowls episode because bowls are such a great base meal. And my Balance in a Bowl ebook version 2.0 is coming out in January. So look out for that. The first one was a huge hit when I released it in 2021. But we love bowls in our house. This is another base meal where we typically have the same base and we have a bunch of different toppings that our family can mix and match. Our two favorites are Greek chicken bowls. Sometimes we will do a shortcut and use meatballs for this, but typically it's some sort of a Greek salad, some feta cheese, some Kalamata olives. And when I say Greek salad, it's a chopped Greek salad that I make at home with some olive oil, red wine vinegar, and a pinch of sea salt over some cucumbers, red onion, and tomatoes. Really simple. Usually we serve the olives on the side because my husband doesn't love olives. And then feta and some sort of yogurt sauce, usually an herb yogurt sauce. Sometimes I just do lemon and garlic in a yogurt sauce. Super simple, comes together really quickly. We'll serve it over quinoa. We'll serve it over couscous. Sometimes we'll serve it over rice. My family also really loves my bang bang shrimp bowls. They take a little bit longer because you do pan fry the shrimp and you make the bang bang sauce, but it is well worth the effort. And the vegetables that go on top are just a really quick slaw. So I use slaw veggies and then a really quick honey lime slaw or honey lime dressing with some avocado oil. So that comes together really quick. So you have one component that takes a little bit longer and then one that takes next to no time at all. My family also really loves my shawarma chicken, which is is a sheet pan chicken and vegetables that I put over hummus and couscous with some feta cheese. So another similar Mediterranean, Middle Eastern kind of concept there. They also love any sort of teriyaki bowls, whether we do chicken or salmon. 
and we will serve it up with sometimes roasted vegetables like roasted sesame broccoli. Sometimes we do raw vegetables like cucumbers or quick pickled carrots. And we always serve that over rice as well. So bowls are definitely a go-to anchor meal for us. Number seven is roast chicken with vegetables. Sometimes I'll do a chicken in the slow cooker, though my family has told me that as easy as it is, they much prefer when I do my roasted chicken. So I'll usually do this on a Sunday and I will roast my chicken with lots of butter and herbs and I will also roast up some vegetables on the side and that's our Sunday night dinner. And then I will take the leftover chicken bones, make chicken broth, and the next night I will turn this into a chicken soup or I'll use the leftover and make some enchiladas, maybe my white chicken chili. So it's a really great recipe that might take a little bit longer, but it doubles into another recipe during the week. So that is definitely a go-to. I do want to make a little note here because I do feel a little bit like I'm cheating on my original concept where I told you this is how you can cook without a recipe. And I have mentioned a couple recipes here. Now, obviously, you can make any of these your own, but I know that sometimes we also like recipes to guide us. So for the most part, these are not recipe meals. You know, obviously I've mentioned a recipe for Caesar dressing, but you can make your own homemade Caesar dressing or buy a Caesar dressing. I've mentioned recipes for burgers, but you can just do classic burgers. You don't need any recipe for that. Same thing with salmon. Same thing with the Cobb salad, very simple ingredients. I mentioned a couple sauce recipes, but you can also use a store-bought sauce. So there's a lot of options here. So even though I did say this is how you cook without a recipe, most of these you can cook without any recipes at all or use shortcut options. I'm giving you some options for recipes in there as well, like with the roast chicken recipe. You can use any method you want to. And that's one where it's just two components, just the roast chicken and some vegetables. And then we can turn that into a whole new meal. Number eight is tacos or tostadas. So our base is that taco shell or that tostada shell. Sometimes I make them from home. Sometimes I buy the pre-made tostadas and then whatever protein we're feeling. Sometimes this is a leftover protein or sometimes it's a shortcut protein. I love the shortcut carnitas or pulled pork that you can get at Aldi or Trader Joe's. Sometimes it's shredded chicken that I make. Sometimes it's taco meat, and usually we have a bunch of different vegetables we can put on top. Again, this is also a base meal, so we kind of put everything out DIY style. There's the protein. Sometimes we do refried beans or black beans or pinto beans, and then oftentimes I will serve it with my chipotle ranch or my cilantro jalapeno sauce, my younger daughter calls yummy sauce, and also, you know, your normal taco toppings, we'll do guacamole or avocado. We oftentimes have pickled onions on hand, sour cream, cheese, things like that. Number nine. This is another one that is a recipe, but you can very much do this with no recipe at all. And that is my veggie meat sauce. This is an anchor meal because I can swap in and out different bases and different vegetables within the veggie meat sauce. And for you, this might just be meat sauce. It might be whatever your favorite meat is or plant-based meat that you cook up in a pan and add a jar of jarred sauce. Now with my veggie meat sauce, this recipe is on my website. I will link it. 
you can use whatever meat you want and you can also you will also use jarred sauce but it also teaches you how to amp up that flavor with some onions and garlic and seasonings and you add a bunch of veggies in there as a different way to get veggies into yourself and your family and then we mix up the base sometimes we'll do spaghetti squash sometimes we'll do pasta there's a bunch of different ways that you can serve it if you like to serve meat sauce over potatoes you could do that as well And number 10 is meatballs, a veggie, and a starch. I have a few different meatball recipes we interchange, but sometimes we go shortcut and we use meatballs from the freezer section or the fridge section instead. My family loves the grass-fed frozen beef meatballs from Target. They also love the chicken meatballs, which are in the refrigerator section at Trader Joe's. Whatever frozen meatballs is your favorite works really well. I also love my five ingredient meatball recipe. It is literally five ingredients, not including salt. So it is beef, Italian seasoning, garlic, almond flour, but you can use breadcrumbs if your family is nut free and an egg. Mix that all together and then form them into meatballs. And we serve that up same way or similar ways as we do the veggie meat sauce. Sometimes it's spaghetti squash. Sometimes it's pasta. We'll also serve them in a bowl. Sometimes we'll also do my curried turkey meatballs and we'll swap in different starches for that too. Maybe rice, maybe quinoa. We usually make a tahini sauce to go along with that. And then we just swap in different vegetables. Again, same as with the salmon or with the burgers. We will sometimes do a salad on the side if we're doing the curried turkey meatballs or the five ingredient meatballs. Or if we are doing a pre made meatball. Sometimes we will do roasted vegetables. Sometimes we'll do um, a salad kit. Sometimes we'll do green beans. Sometimes we'll do zucchini. Sometimes we'll do eggplant. It depends on the season and what we're feeling. And okay, I have a bonus for you because I thought about this just now as I'm recording this. We have a very quick go-to anchor meal that we make all the time. And that is some sort of sausage with some sort of starch, and some sort of vegetable. Our most common one is either rice or cauliflower rice, chicken sausage that we pan sear, and I will use the frozen pepper and onion blend. It's a fire roasted pepper and onion blend from Trader Joe's. And I will cook that up in a pan. I will cook the sausage in the pan first, take it out, add in the peppers and onions with a little bit of avocado oil. Obviously, I heat the avocado oil first, add in the frozen vegetables, season with a little bit of garlic powder, Italian seasoning, and some sea salt. It is lightly seasoned itself, but I think it needs a little bit of something else. I will cook rice or cauliflower rice on the side and serve that up, but we will mix that up too. We will do a base, some sort of a starch or cauliflower rice with the uh, sausage. Sometimes it is a chicken sausage. Sometimes it's a pork sausage. And we will serve that up with some sort of vegetable on the side. If it's a pork sausage, like a brat, sometimes we'll do some sauerkraut on the side. If it's a chicken sausage, sometimes we'll do kind of an Italian theme and maybe I'll roast up some peppers and some broccoli. Sometimes I'll do a sauteed cabbage. So it kind of depends on what is available at the grocery store, what is in season, and what my family is feeling. And that's really what I come back to with every single one of these anchor meals. I have that template. And within these 10 or really 11 meals, there are so many different possibilities. So even if I were to only cook these 
11 meals, I could easily have over a month's worth of meals where nothing is exactly the same. And you know what? If I cooked just these meals with just a little variation, I think my family would be pretty happy. They do love my chilies and soups and enchiladas and pasta dishes, so I do like to mix it up. And because of what I do, one to two meals every week are new, and that is just kind of what works for our family. We have some new, but we also stick to a lot of these anchor meals because they're easy for me and there's less food fights. And that is always the goal, right? One of the reasons I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club was to give you lots of ideas and resources to make meals easier and to have the recipes to go along with it. I think it's really important that we do add in new meals to our meal plan to mix things up because it is easy to get bored of the same old, same old. But I also think it's really important to have those anchor meals that you can very easily switch up and go to these recipes so you never feel overwhelmed when you're meal planning. And I'm actually currently working on updating the meal foundation section in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club recipe vault. That is my fall project. So that resource is available for you to have ideas for how to switch up simple things like proteins and vegetables like the ones I mentioned. So you have go-to recipes to start and then hopefully these can become foundations that you can make without a recipe once you understand the general cooking technique, once you understand times and temperatures, you can always refer back to them, but you're then able to switch up seasonings and choose your favorite base proteins and base vegetables, base starches, things like that. So you can put them all together in base meals, in anchor meals, and you are able to very simply create meals without stress. So the best thing about Anchor Meals is not just that they create less stress, that they're simple, but because they are easy to mix up and interchange with different veggies, different starches, different proteins, different dressings. Don't forget to check out my sauces, dressings, and dips episode linked in the show notes. And you can make things just different enough that it doesn't feel like you're eating the same thing. You can switch things up seasonally, but you are simplifying things. So my assignment for you is to brainstorm and write a list of anchor meals for your family. Maybe some of them are ideas I shared with you today. Maybe some of them are meals that are already your family favorites, your go-to meals, and you're inspired to experiment a little bit. Maybe mix up a component and see how your family feels. Maybe you're inspired to simplify some of your meals and discover new favorite combinations and just stop trying to reinvent the wheel every week. So on that note... I know we can all use some shortcuts in our life, right? So I want you to come back here next week where I'm going to give you 15 plus shortcut meal ideas for fall. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. I share new episodes every Monday and sometimes bonus episodes in between. And if you want more meal ideas and seasonal family-friendly recipes you can't get anywhere else, delivered to your inbox every single week starting at just three dollars a month come and join us in the healthy mama cooking club on patreon we just celebrated our one year anniversary our birthday as i like to call it on patreon it has been such an incredible first year together and i have so much planned for the next year not just recipes but cooking tips 
tons of cooking classes and so much more free resources. There is so much within the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. You can try out your first week free at patreon.com slash Chris or click the link in the show notes. You also have the option to become a podcast fan. This helps to support the podcast and you get one to two exclusive bonus podcast episodes every single month. It's only $5 a month. Or you can become an executive chef member because you are the executive chef in your family. You'll get a seasonal mix and match family meal plan and cookbook four times a year with 25 breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipes, plus monthly live casual cooking classes with me for only $10 a month. And every single one of the tiers has those weekly meal plan emails and access to our recipe vault with over 110 family-friendly recipes, including all of those base recipes I shared with you. I am updating the recipe vault with, and of course, all of the cooking tips that I share within the club as well. So you can check out all of the options and get that first week free at patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope this episode gave you inspiration and a ton of ideas to simplify your meals, create some anchor meals within your meal plan, and just make meal planning and preparing meals easier in this season. Until next time, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.